I was there. I was in Kailal at the time. I was home in Toronto for Pesach, and then I came back to New York. And I remember vividly where I was standing and, and what happened after. There was this, this atmosphere of bewilderment in the air. When the Rebbe, with whom every word is precise, used expressions like, everything we did until now has been to no avail, it, it shook everybody to the core. And when the Rebbe then added that he's giving the matter over to us, that created a state of panic. We Hasidim were entirely used to relying on the Rebbe to do it all for us. I mean, when the Rebbe was Makabal in the Sea on Yud Shvat, he quoted the Pasuk, Tzadik Be Munasa Yechia, and how everyone else says, Al Sikre Yechia Elo Yechaya. Don't read it that the Tzadik lives with his Amunah, but he sustains others with his Amunah. Nevertheless, at the Rebbe, at the time, by Yud Shvat, by us, it's a Shutak Mashmai, the Pasuk is as it says. The Tzadik lives with his Amunah. In other words, we don't rely on the Rebbe to do things for us. We have to do it ourselves. Help and vifil mekan added the Rebbe. I will help as much as I can. You have to be prepared to do it yourself. So in this sicha, all those years of Nesiris thereafter, it was as though the Rebbe was reverting back to that point. Only this time it came with an added dimension because the help and vifil mekan, the Rebbe's earlier assurance of helping as much as he can is now being qualified. The Rebbe is saying, I've done whatever I can. From now on, you have to do whatever you can. It's as though I can't help you anymore. You have to help yourselves. What are Chassidim supposed to do with that statement? What was the reaction? You know, we know by the Yams of Klag, it's all divested into four groups, four ideologies. One wanted to go back to Mitzrayim. One wanted to drown in the Yam. One wanted to wage Muhammad. One wanted to stand in Davin. When the Sikha ended, I remember sitting on the upper part of a bench in 770, huddled with numerous others, and you, you looked around and you saw a similar scene all around 770. And you might say over the course of time, we, we divided into four groups. Maybe some reverted back to the status quo, back to Mitzrayim. It shook them up for a day or two, or maybe more, but eventually, we're still in Golots. Others were just in despair, like those who wanted to jump into the Yam. The Rebbe's left me alone, I don't know what to do. Yet a third might have been those who want to wage war against Mitzrayim. It was Eirez to tell you, but maybe lacking in the Kalim the Tikkun. And yet others wanted to dub, and it was all about the Kalim the Tikkun. So here we are, 30 years later. 30 years later, now if I could be cynical, I could say how nice. It's 30 years later, a nice opportunity to mark the occasion. And last year, when we were only 29 years, that wasn't a good time. That wasn't an auspicious time to forbring. So we can sit for 24 hours and we can forbring. And because of the world matzah, we can all join on a Zoom. And then by tonight, we can say, Gavaldik, we tick the box. Look what we did. We got the whole world together on Zoom for nonstop 24 hours. And then what? The truth is, the world isn't a matzah like one we in our generation has never known. And everything in Gashmias is a manifestation of Ruchnias. Asher Alkane, if we're living in a Maimon, a Matzav of seclusion, isolation, masks, then it reflects a certain Ba'anoichi Haster Aster up above as well. But as per the Pasuk in Shir Hashirim, there's looking through windows and peering through lattices. And as the Mephoshim explained, sometimes it is mashkiach menachalainis when I see the Ebishter just as he obviously sees me through a window. Other times it's meitzitz menacharakim. Only looking through the lattice, he, see, he still sees me, even as I may not see him. 
In other words, even behind the mask, the Ebesh is still watching over me. The reality is that this whole world situation has changed our focus in many ways. And yes, enabled us to connect universally like never before. When could the world have joined together for a global Frabrengen like this ever before? So there is a real upside to the situation as it presents itself now. There is a unique opportunity as it presents itself at this moment in time. And it is clear in many parts of the world, Befrat and Eretz Yisrael, we're coming out of this present Chayshach. The masks are coming off, which means the masks above, the Astir by Yemahu is also coming off. And this has particular relevance to this year and this moment in time. Because at the time when the Rebbe delivered the Sicha, the Rebbe referenced the uniqueness of the year, Tovshin Nun Aleph, Shnas Arenu Niflois, a year when we'll see Gavaldika wonders and Niflois. This year we are once again in Tovshin Pei Aleph, Shnas Plois Arenu. When wonders, Plois, we'll see. And of course, it's Chofches Nisan, the strength, the Kayach, the power of Nisan, as the Rebbe said then. And it's immediately now after Pasha Shmini, read just yesterday on Shabbos, who my name is Baruch and Kula Yaman. And again, the number eight Shmini is directly correlated with Kula, as they never said then. But then Ubanaisif, as has been said now several times before, it's 30 years. And we know Ben Shleshim Lakayach. When someone is 30 years old, the Mishnah tells us he acquires special strength. Why is it Ben Shleshim Lakayach? Because that is the age when the Leviim started their Abaydah, the heavy lifting required for moving the Mishka. So to now, when we stand on this, this, this auspicious day, when it's Kofkas Nisan, hence we have, we have the added Kaychus of the day of Kofkas Nisan, coupled with the fact that the Rebbe said he is giving it over to us, it means that he is giving us the added necessary Kaychus with which to be able to achieve this objective. And it's 30 years, Ben Shloishim Lakayach, and there's clearly a triple dose of Kayach right now, Chutam Shulash. So an added ability and unique opportunity at this moment to achieve that greater objective of what we need to do to can to do, like the Leviim, the heavy lifting required for building the Mishkan, enabling the building of the base of Mikdash You know, the Rebbe makes a beautiful observation on the parsha from yesterday, Shmini, on the Pasuk, Yayim V'Sheikhar Al-Tesh. A kind is not allowed to drink wine when going in to do a in the base of Mikdash. Chazal and the Gemara and Sanhedrin tell us that this applies today as well. When a kaihin knows his schedule of Avaidah, the day in which he would be doing Avaidah in the base of Mikdash, even nowadays, he would be forbidden from drinking wine. Why? Because Meheira Yibonah HaMikdash, the base of Mikdash, will be built speedily, imminently, requiring the immediate Avaidah of a qualified kaihin. In other words, if you know the day that duty calls, then you have to be on call, ready for duty. Says the Rebbe, the effect of consuming the minimum amount of wine that is usher for a crane will wear off either by sleep or by kedei hiluch mil, 2,000 amas. The longest estimate for walking a mill is 24 minutes. This then proves that Mashiach can come, Achishana Mamish now, with the rebuilt base of Mikdosh, ready for the cranes of Vaidah in maximum 23 minutes and 59 seconds from any given moment in time. All it takes is for our avoid our commitment to the task at hand to do everything that we can, literally, speedily. So on a practical level, what do we do? We've been asked for the purposes of this Fabrengen, consider what can you suggest or do within your own mishpacha, within your own family. You know, this, this COVID situation has resulted in all of us being with our family members so much more in, in smaller, more intimate settings. 
Pesa, for example, this year, like last year, was just me and my immediate mishpacha. No communal seder, no guests allowed, just the nuclear family. And in as much as one couldn't do all the regular polos, there was a real element of yotzah hefseidah b'schara. Because yes, there was a real opportunity to focus on what you're doing as a family. And yes, in anticipation of this special day, I put a challenge out to my family, to my children, young and old. I said, it's going to be 30 years. We have to each ensure to do something, anything during the course of every given week that might be a stretch beyond what we would otherwise do and report back the following Friday night at the table on Shabbos. What did you do this week to be Makayim Tut Alts of Asir Sure, there's a very real need to learn in Yone Gulo Mashiach again and again to keep it alive and active constantly. But we have to action it and making it a constant family focus is a unique way that everyone does their thing, whatever it is, and then report back on each Shabbos. And what that achieves is like, you know, when the Rebbe insisted for a Yomelelis, make a hachlot of berabim, because that then makes you have to be aware and, and respond to it. But essentially, that means that Mashiach is on your mind all week, because you know you have to report back each Shabbos. And you'll be thinking, I need to do something extra this week. I need to help bring Mashiach this week. And of course, you'll in effect be doing something each week. And it should really be like manishtana at the Seder. If you've got children at home, big or small, if you don't, then you still ask, even if it's just you and your wife. And if for whatever reason you're sitting alone, you have to report back to yourself. Just as an aside observation, and it's not really still, Chassidim have been saying, capital kuf test for a whole year. That would take you anywhere from six, seven minutes to 10 minutes, maybe more. My father all of a sudden used to tell me on Shabbos of Archim, when you're saying Tehillim, don't read it like you're saying Tehillim. Now we're saying Kuf Chof, which takes what? One minute. So you suddenly have a spare nine minutes every single day. That means an extra hour a week. What are you doing with that extra time? Dedicated to bringing Moshiach. One of the earliest examples that we have reference of Hasidim would be in, in the Mishnah and Brachas. Chassidim or Rishonim Hayushoyim Shoachas. The earlier Chassidim used to sit and used to engage in his bodinos, they would get involved in all kinds of deep meditation, thinking about Gadlus Abayre Shoachas for an hour before they would daven each day. Today, the Chassidim Achreinim, we, the latest Chassidim, or the last Chassidim of this Golos, also need to be Shoim Shoachas, have to spend at least that extra hour that we now have free, thinking, learning, doing what we can to bring Mashiach, and surely so much more besides. Of course, the Yetzirah creeps in with all sorts of excuses and gives us all kinds of reasons why, as Rabbi Wallberg was going on before, uh, being normal, being this, being that, continues that same Mishnah, even if a king is asking after your welfare, don't respond. Even if a snake is curling itself around your foot, don't interrupt. There are times when Melech Shel There are other members of Klal Yisrael. Melech, Malachim, Amlachas And they question the whole Mashiach issue. Be normal. says the Rambam, wait for it, don't push it. You want to be normal, says the Mishnah. Don't be nispal. As somebody famously said in Chabad, we don't do normal. Don't be in the spall to relinquish the mission. Tut al ken. 
But then sometimes it doesn't come from the outside. Sometimes it's nochush koroch ala keva. Sometimes that nochush from ganeda mikedem, that snake, that yetzahara comes not from without, but every bit and, and even more so from within. Sometimes it's just an einrednish, a process by which we delude ourselves into saying, if canish, I can't. Says the Mishnah, when that snake is curling itself around you, and it will do so knowing how close we are, and therefore responding accordingly, creating even more false illusion in your mind's eye, giving you every possible excuse in the book why you can't don't stop, not now, not when we have come so far, not when ot ot When my Zayda, Oliva Shalom, came from Tells, and he had his first Yechidus by the Rebbe, he wanted to ask something from the Rebbe, one of those classic Hashkopic questions that get asked about Chavad and whatever. In the Yechidus, the Rebbe Kedarke Bakaydish asked him all the questions about what he's doing now as Abbezin in Toronto, and then the Echidus is over. And Isaiah is reflecting afterwards, he's outside, he's thinking, I never got a chance to ask the question, he's a bit upset. He'll take opportunity to write, but here was a unique chance, and Akhopanim was a Thursday night. That Shabbos was a Fabrengen, and during the second Sikha, the Rebbe was dealing with and addressed the very precise point that he wanted to ask about. And he's sitting there thinking, Gvaldic, wow, maybe, I don't know, what a coincidence. But then what really blew his mind, and after that, he became an absolutely sworn chassid, when the Rebbe turned around during the singing, and the Rebbe said to him, no, it's the shenal svashtandik, now you understand. And then the Rebbe said to him, zog l'chaim. And he said, I can't. So the Rebbe looked at him and said, with a serious look, as du kennst beemmes nicht, jemol darfst nicht. If you really, truly can't, then you don't have to. The Rebbe gave us, uh, by the way, and of course then, he drank the Lachaim. The Rebbe gave us an urgent task. Who, I ask you, on Chav Ches Nissen, could dare look at the Rebbe and say, ich kenn beemmes nicht. The Riker is, it has to be, as we say every single morning in Davening, an Eish Tomit Tukad Alam there has to be a constant koch, a constant bren. And when there is, then as per the words of the Magid, loy sichbe, the loy, the ich all the loy, all the negativity is sichbe, it gets extinguished. You know, Chazal tells us, asidin Yisrael, shiyem roshira asid lobe. In the future, Klal Yisrael will sing shira about the future. So the Shalai Kodesh asks an obvious question. Why the double lashem? Phrase it either just say in Yisrael or say Why the added words? Just say And he goes on to explain Gavaldik. He says the Gemara in Sanhedrin famously tells us that Chizkiyahu Amelach, Kiyadua was supposed to be Moshiach, and Sancheira was going to be Mahomas Gaiga Mogai. And Abishter was going to make his Yom Mashiach, comes the Malachim, and they say, Midas Adin comes before the Rabbanish Shalom. This is Omar David Melech Yisrael. David Melech Yisrael. Sha'amar of Halech Hashir's Vishibach, who sang a whole safer tale before you. 
you didn't make a Mashiach. Chizkiyo didn't say Shira, you're going to make a Mashiach. And we know, in Tanakh, as the Gemara quotes, the Marba Mishra, the Marba has the, 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 the end of Mem, it's sealed. Closed Mem in the middle of the word to indicate, as the Gemara explains, it was a moment closed, it was an opportunity lost. Take the Shalom, HaKadosh. You look in Divrei HaYom, it's quite clear, very clear, spelled out in the passing itself. That Chizkiyo did sing a song. He did sing a shira. What was the concern, the challenge, which Midas Adin brought before the Rabbi Nishleilam, that Chizkiyo didn't sing, he did. Says the Shalot. When the Eberster informed him that he was going to give some cheder into, into his hands, into the hands of Chizkiyo, the Malachim then and there sang shira already in anticipation of the victory that was yet to be delivered in Nitzachim. And within a munno shleima, and knowing that it will happen, Chizkiyo, yeah, he sang a song, he sang a shira, Shava Fahida, but only after the fact. Chizkiyo shlei Omar shira lefonecha. He didn't take his cue from the malachim. He didn't sing beforehand, as though it is already a done deal. Zokta Shalot, that's the meaning of Chazala. Sidin Yisrael shiyemur shira leosid lava in the future, here now. Kalal Yisrael will sing already about the Gula Mitzvah They will have the conviction, they will have the tenacity, they will have the Amun Shalemo already in anticipation, knowing that it will happen, knowing that it is imminent, and they will sing it already in advance, and that in itself will bring about the Gula Mitzvah You know, there's a, a, a Rosh, Slacharishan of Eno Asher, who asks a simple question. Dasan and Abiram. They were the ultimate troublemakers. Already in Mitzrayim, Moshe labeled them Rishoyim. Rosh Hashanah asks the Rosh, why didn't they die in Makas Cheshech along with all the other Rishoyim? You know why, he says, because even though they were Rishoyim, regardless of their stature, they were Zecher to the Geula because they never, ever gave up on it. Should we be imminently to that goal? And lastly, there is this. The Medrash, Echarabo, speaks of four kings. Four kings. And then he goes on to go on. The Medrash goes on and says, Who are they? David, Asa, Yehoshaphat, and Chizkiyah. Says the Medrash, David Amelach said that he is going to go and pursue his enemies. He's going to vanquish the world and he's going to destroy them. said, I'll take care of it for you. then stood up and said, I don't have the Kayach to go and kill them. I'm going to go after them. But you, Abishtim, you take care of the necessary. You kill them. I'll take care of it. Then Yahshafar got up and he said, I don't have the kayak not to kill and not to run after them. I'll sing Shira. I'll take care of it. Chizkiyo gets up, I don't have the kayach, not to kill the enemy, not to run after the enemy, not even to sing. 
It's interesting because you think Chizkiyo was the weakest link over here, and yet Lamaisa was Chizkiyo whom the Abishta wants to make Mashiach. Because Sof Kosov, at the end of the day, he displays the highest level of Amuna. And I trust you, Abishta, that you'll take care of it for me. In our context, there may be those who go out like Dovid Amelach and Akhanami to conquer the world, to do everything. Then there may be others whom, like us, uh, they, they lack the kayak to necessarily go to that extent to carry a belt, but they still can run. They run after neshamas. They'll do some of time. They'll transform some lights. And maybe there are still others like Yahshafat who don't have the kayak to run around anymore either. But they can still sing shira. I don't know. They sit, they fabreng, and they inspire. They sing a shira. They sing a chsidish and they inspire. And then there may be those who, for whatever reason, lack even that wherewithal. And they're simply like Chizkiyot. But if you have the Amunah Pshuta in the Rebbe's words, that the bottom line remains. We all want Mashiach. We all demand Mashiach. We are all doing everything we can to bring Mashiach. And as per the Gemara Saita that we're presently learning, It's time for the Eibishter to say, and bring about the Mamash, so that we can all continue this Zoom for bringing light with Mashiach Tzidkenu, when a Sidarenu Bereshenu, take it from Yad Mamash now, Lachaim Lachaim Lebron. Amen.